Let us say hello to Energized Cho, who I Oh, uh, the lads. You know these guys? Oh my god, do I know these lads. They have a great podcast. They come from Ireland. They speak to all the upcoming prospects in Irish MMA. Oh. These lads are right. the shit. I love them. Okay, right. let's see what they got. Energize show up the Irish. Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Today we have IMAF Youth Gold Medalist. Cage Legacy and IUR champion. He's undefeated in the amateur ranks. He trains out of SBG Nace, SBG Charlestown, and out DCA. It's the undefeated Max Lally, live yep. from Kerrigan's Butchers. Max, That's how it. you doing? All good. How are you, lads? Look at this man, dedicated to the Energy Show. Even in work, he's on here doing interviews work. with the lads. That's it. Putting in me shift. You have, to, you have to love it, Baz, don't you? Yeah, but that intro was brilliant as well. For the people that are new to the show, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you're listening right now on Spotify, they've added a new feature in how you can rate how many stars you think the show is. If you want to give us five, it's Christmas time. Like even Max is going through, Max is in the back in work right now doing this. So this is a five-star show that we're bringing to you. Ross, Ross, tell the people, tell the people listening right now why Max Laddie is on the show right now. Well, Max is on the show because he is the energized amateur Irish male fighter of the year for now. With the youth gold medal, Max, like, what a year for you! Like, t- tell uh, us, tell us, like, how much this year has meant to you, man. Oh, it's meant, it's meant a lot. Um, people have seen it as like a huge achievement and stuff. I only went 18 in August and stuff like that, and I decided I wanted to test myself against all the am- as much amateur fighters as I could before the year ended. Um, a lot of time, a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication went into it. Within working, within training, uh like nutrition everything i really really stepped up my game like after i won the world because uh i knew it would be a big step up fighting bigger physically stronger people than me uh stuff like that but at, at the end of the day for me it's just i love doing it you know what i mean i've loved doing it since i'm a little kid i do it purely out of love for the sport and i'm just genuinely happy where i am right now i meant i meant huge a lot to me to my coaches to me gyms it means a lot to me to be able to go out and represent myself, my coaches, and my gyms. Baz, we first saw Max live put on his performance uh, at Cage Legacy there. I think it was last weekend. What did you make of his performance? I thought it, I thought it was brilliant, Max. I mean, like ever since you won the gold there and then turned 18, we've been even more concentrating on your work. Every time someone comes on, we just shout them out more and more and more and more, and more following their career. But the way you went in, did the business, and it was just like a, a water off a duck's back, the following you had there as well is also so important. Myself and Ross yeah. always talk about this, how important it is to have like an actual following before you go anywhere. Like look at some fighters in the UFC right now, they haven't got a following, so therefore they're not going to get a push. But uh, you as an amateur right now, it seems like you have the whole country behind you, Max. <laughs> yeah. uh, something like that. I just, uh, I had I had everyone there that's closest to me. Everyone that I loved was there, you know what I mean? Everyone that I have uh, some sort of bond with was there, you know what I mean? Even got one of my uh, best mates, Pino, to walk out holding the belt for me. He, he, he would have been my mate since I'm about four years of age, you know what I mean? And he's been supporting me since four years of age right up until now. We're mates over 10 years, like, you know what I mean? So those are the type of people I have there, people that I know have my best interests at heart, you know what I mean? And it just means so much to me to see them happy that I'm doing well, you know what I mean? He, he yeah. actually but took he, a picture but, of us after the fight, didn't he? Oh, was it? Shout out, Pino. 
Pain with it as he's the one that took the picture, yeah. But if, <laughs> even just comparing yourself, like obviously Conor McGregor is the, the most famous fighter in the world. The way like even his parents didn't even really support his his like his goals, and then straight away from amateurs, like your family are all there, all making noise. Oh, it's just yeah, uh, no. this wave is something brilliant to watch. Oh, hundred percent. I think I think as an amateur fighter, it's so it's so important to have that support and if you don't have the support, okay, it might be a bit more difficult to get to your destination, but it's making it that bit easier for me now that I have that support at home, supporting me friends, every, like supporting me whole entire family, and even just supporting me coaches and me training partners, you know, that pushes me a lot, like, you know, and uh, people mightn't think, might think it does, but it's those days where you feel like you're tired, sore, and you don't want to train, it's, those are the people that push you, you know what I mean? It's like, I get my dad, my mom, my little brother, they all push me every day to be the best version of myself. You know what I mean? I couldn't thank them all for it. Yeah, big oh. shout out to John Navon. although Yvonne does get on to us now if you're cursing the podcast. She says, <laughs> she says. I have to make sure I'm cursing interviews. No, we'll, 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 we'll block that bit out. But Ross, like, obviously Max trains in SPG, SPG Charlestown, SPG Nace and DCA. Like You would have thought that someone that goes to multiple gyms like wouldn't get as much support maybe because maybe he's not tying himself down to one gym. What do you sort of make of the way Max is actually doing a totally different but getting support? Well, I, I think he's looking to get the elite the elite everywhere he goes. And I think sometimes when you're open and transparent about what you're trying to do and, and how you want to go about it, I think how you go about it is a big way that like, you know, I'm sure you have those open conversations with Collie Matten, with Owen Roddy, with Sergey, that you're like, look, I want to go do some wrestling with Sergey. You know I mean, like, I don't think anyone can question someone going to wrestle with Sergey. He's one of the best. Uh, wrestlers in the country, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like you don't get that Moldovan sure. wrestling anywhere else. You know I mean, like yeah, shout, out, shout out to uh, uh, Albert, isn't it? Albert, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so yeah, Jesus, like that yeah. Oh, he was wrestling, he was wrestling some young fella in the crowd uh, at Cage Legacy as well. I was like, the poor fella, he was wrestling. I think, I think it might be my little brother. Oh, was it? Well, then I don't feel bad from them. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, then, like, obviously, Cully Man, like Craig Coakley, is one of the best toy boxers the country's yeah, ever no. produced. Yeah, and then, Craig. obviously, Owen Roddy, like, can put it all together. So, I mean, it, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. I think it's brilliant. Uh, what What is that like, uh, trying to separate your time going to each spot? So, the to- time, time management is a huge thing. Like it's a huge thing. I think it's it's so important to be able to have like good time management. But me as an athlete, the way I see it is, it's it's not my coach's job to make sure I'm training. It's my job. You know what I mean? My coaches are going to be there to coach me and guide me in the right direction. But if you ever see, I'm I'm that athlete where it's like I want it more than me coach. You know what I mean? I want to I want to make it. Like I've I've that hunger to make it. But I see so much people, it's almost like the coach pushes pushes the athlete more. Um but for me, they understand that I'm hungry and I want to get better and I want to fight the best in the world and I want to go all over the world fighting the best in the world. And Kali, Sergey, uh and Owen, they have they have that understanding. They've been away, they they've They've competed against the best in the world. You know what I mean? They've gone over coaching athletes competing against the best in the world. Like Craig went away and he fought like one of the best, I think one of the best toy fighters there uh, in France and he got, got robbed in a decision. You know what I mean? So they all have that world-class experience in each category, in wrestling, in MMA and in toy boxing. You know what I mean? And toy boxing, it's more striking than toy boxing. If you ever look at Craig, he's... Mm. He's one of the most un like he, he doesn't look like a toy fighter when you see him like striking, you know what I mean? He's more of a boxer with 
beautiful kicks, beautiful setups, you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to add all the stuff he does into me game, all the stuff Sergey does into me game, all the stuff Roddy does into me game. I'm trying to become as complete as I possibly can. And I just don't understand why people, it's like if I am around someone and someone's associated with me, I represent everyone that's associated with me. You know what I mean? I represent them three gyms. Every time we walk into that octagon, those are the three gyms that we train out. And those are the three gyms that I'll always stay loyal to. You know what I mean? It's just me as an athlete, I see it as my job to get better. It's my it's my job. And it's like, I feel like I am progressing a lot quicker in them three gyms than if I was to stay in the one gym. And Baz, right. you have to say, like, you can see that progression as well. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, uh, he, he choked out Alex Connolly at Cage Legacy. But also, like, he dropped MAGA. Uh, at your fighting championships as well so you know what I mean those hands are coming and I think I don't know Max maybe you feel like people might underestimate uh, your, your striking game because you're sort of known from the jiu-jitsu world yeah it's 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 developing you know what I mean like anything I've only start I literally only started striking properly since January you know what I mean I, I boxed as a kid if, like for a few years but I was never really consistent at it you know what I mean because I always loved jiu-jitsu but if you were to say I'm only I'm only properly striking since January you know what I mean and the hands are coming into play a bit. We still have a, bit, a lot more to a lot more to work on, obviously, with timing and shot selection. But the way I see it right now is it's like right now the way me wrestling's working and me jiu-jitsu's working, I don't really need to strike with anyone right now, you know what I mean? Because we take down offense and defense and it's like I haven't been taken down in like four fights. Like I, I don't think I've lost I don't think I've even lost a round. I've won all my fights by unanimous decision, you know. Um and it's like I, I know for a fact that my strike and you'll see my strike and when I need to use it. Makes Max, sense? Uh, yeah. Yep. Max, like, like obviously you're definitely one to watch. We, we've had you on before. It's saying that everyone already knew it anyhow. So as if you need us to say it. But like, you're, <laughs> like another thing that people notice as well, like, you're, like it's as if you're a pro, Max, the way you're going on. Like you're obviously working full time. You're training out these three gyms. Can you just explain like briefly how you sort of break down what days, you know, what day you, you train in certain gyms? And, like do you write everything down or what way do you sort of like keep everything locked? Oh, yeah, like, you're not going to the wrong yeah. gym. I take notes of everything. Everything I do, and all my fights I've taken, A4 pages down the notes. And what I'll do is I'll run through them notes and I'll scan them. I'm very good if I'm very, I have a very good attention to detail. Like I can pick something very quickly when I'm looking at something. If I'm if I'm there and I'm looking at something, I can break it down within about two, three minutes, you know? But that's the biggest thing. Every fight I had, even Anthony Force one against your man, Parag Hannon, I was I was examining what I could have done better. Even though I submitted Porig in the first round, there was still about three or four things I needed to work on that could have been a bit better. You know what I mean? And people see that as flawless performance. I'm never satisfied with a performance. I'm always looking to try and prove myself, no matter what. It's I can never be sat. I'll never walk away from a fight and be satisfied. You can say enemy coaches. I I always I, there's always that one thing that I need to work on. And I think the biggest thing I took away from Maga when I fought Maga was. I was getting stuck in a single leg position. Every time they come in, they reach for the Kamara grip. It was like I was almost static and I, 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 I just couldn't get going from that position. So I think there, before that for Alex Connolly, I was, all I was doing was working on it with Roddy and Sergey. That was it. The only thing I was working on. I knew everything else was flowing into motion once I hit that. So basically, I got in the same position and like I got through the, the defense, that Kamara defense from the single leg and I went straight out to his back. You know what I mean? And it's like, people don't really see that because I don't even need to mention it, you know what I mean? But I do, I take notes down and I, I study, you know what I mean? I actually study the game because it's, it's, that's what you need to do if you want to get good, you know what I mean? You need to be obsessed with it. 
and I like I I'm so obsessed with the sport, like beyond obsessed. Like I'm even I'm even sitting here and I'm like I'm thinking I'm thinking in my head, what fights am I gonna watch later? You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> okay, all, but, all I think about. All I think about is fighting. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Can you tell us what way your week works as well, Max? Because like the oh, yeah, no, probably, week, so, there's, there's a lot of time. Traditionally, when I'm kind of in fight camp, usually in the mornings I'll uh, go down. I take my uh, six thirty jujitsu class. I take that on a Monday and a Wednesday. And what I'll do Where's is I'll sleep in the gym usually up until eleven, and I'll train Where's at eleven to about. I'll train at eleven till about I think it's quarter to one, one o'clock. Like. Is that nice? No, that's in Charlestown. In Charlestown, right? So yeah. that's what I'll do on the Monday, and then I'll rest, go home, get a, get a bit of boy to eat, and then I'll train and college them from six o'clock till about usually about eight, half eight. Yeah, that's DCA. Yeah, by the time we uh, get showered, that's what it's like most days. Then on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I get down to college. Oh, what I'll do is what I actually kind of focused on uh, my last camp was a lot of power work and strength work because I'm trying to fill out. I'm, I feel like right now I obviously have a lot more to grow and stuff like that, but I want to, I want to build my frame a bit, become a bit, a bit of a bigger lightweight. Because I feel like right now I'd be a bit too big to go to featherweight. I wouldn't want to kill myself to go to featherweight, but I could get the featherweight if I wanted. I feel like, but right now it's like that's not what it's about. Right now I want to grow. I want to be able to eat. I want to be able to like just get bigger. You know what I mean? But bigger in like that, like positive frame. Like almost like a Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor type of lightweight, you know what I mean? Mm. So I really focused on me power and me strength in my last camp. So I was doing usually doing that on a Tuesday and a Thursday morning. And then Tuesday nights I'd get down, I'd do my MMA strike and, and MMA wrestling with Roddy. Uh Wednesdays I'd uh, be down to Charlestown doing me six thirty and then I'm training at eleven. And then I get down to Charlestown later on that evening for the uh, MMA strike and MMA wrestling. Um, Thursday morning I usually get down to Collie uh, and then later on that evening I'll go down to Sergey's for some Greco-Roman wrestling freestyle wrestling Friday it on. yeah <laughs> Friday um, I'll usually go down to Charlestown in the morning for 11 and then I'll do the doghouse rounds and Sergey's the wrestling ones at 7 uh, Saturday I'll do me strongman session Uh with John Connors in the ISI, I usually might get a treatment or something done off like get a bit of dry needling or a massage or something to loosen up the body a bit and then on Sunday I work and that's Jeez. my week hashtag no days off what yeah, Ross that, I, like, you know what that's setting the standards Ross is like more of an active recovery you know what I mean yeah I wouldn't be able oh, to sit in the house and do want, like not do anything oh, Ross what's oh, making oh, that uh, for an amateur like what? What to make of that? No offense. Like I mean, like what to make of that? Like that's. Well, like that's it, it's, it's not an amateur. Like that's 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 a yeah. professional who just hasn't fought. Uh, or, or it's a professional <laughs> who hasn't fought a professional fight yet. That's the way I look at it. Um, Max, tell tell us this. Obviously, you're you've gone four and zero now as an amateur. You're yep. one of the most talked about names in the country. It's undeniable. Do you feel like there's a target on your back? Do you feel like someone wants to be the first person to scalp you? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'm waiting <laughs> for that person to come set, scalp me. You know what I mean? I love having that target on me back. Because if I have that target on my back, I'm just going to get more fights, haven't I? Absolutely, yeah. I think, um, I th- who did I say? I think Ben Hughes said uh, he uh, he wanted to maybe fight you in, in, uh, at the next Cage Legacy show. What you make of that fight? Cool, cool. Let's fucking have it, like, you know what I mean? I'm just, sorry, my course there. But uh, <laughs> let's have it, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't care, like, names aren't really anything to me. Mm. I just know if I'm going into a fight, 
I I have the skill set to finish anyone in the country, I believe. You know what I mean? So whoever they want to put in front of me, bring it on. I'm the champion of OUR and I'm the champion of Cage Legacy. And champions defend belts. So whoever wants to come forward and try to take them off me, go right ahead. Obviously, you train with uh, a man who calls himself the bell collector, Andreas Binder. Um, oh, yeah. Is is that something that you might look at doing, maybe going up to Cage Conflict and maybe a trip to Clan Wars and try and collect all the belts? No, definitely. I just, I just float about trying to get as much belts as I can. You know what I mean? <laughs> as much fight as I can. Honestly, being honest with you, the belts... It's actually a funny story with Cage Legacy. I only found out fighting for Cage Legacy when I was fighting Andrew. I only found out that was for a belt like a few days before the fight. I think that was our fault. The face to face. I was when I yeah. found out it was for a light. I was like, it's for a belt, is it? I didn't even. I hadn't a clue. But that's it's it's purely for me. It's purely about Cage time. You know what I mean? I want to be in there and I want to be fighting. I want to be getting better. Like for obviously the pro. Like I, I'd like to go pro when I'm about nineteen or twenty. I'm eighteen now, but. I believe next year I could get about 15 amateur fights easily. Like, easily. You know what I mean? That's my target, just to get as much fights as possible. Now, obviously, there's going to be a bit of recovery in between. I'm not going to be burning myself out or anything like that. You know what I mean? But right now, I'm after taking them four fights. Hasn't taken a whole lot out of me. I've come out of each, every single one, injury-free. Nothing wrong with me. You know what I mean? I think a lot of that has to do with my lifestyle. Like, I'll never really go out drinking. I don't don't drink at all. Like, I don't drink alcohol. I don't do like anything like that. I'm really like, I'm, I'm really committed to this. You know what I mean? I don't think a whole lot of people are as committed to me. This is like, this is genuinely my life. You know what I mean? As the promoters around the country are, are foaming at the mouth, knowing that Max Laddie's going to fight 15 times next year. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear Declan Kenna into, uh, into the DMs right now. If he's coming back to Ashbourne in March, we'll have that place blade and hopping like I did the yep. last time. But we definitely want to get into what you got, what you have planned for 2022. But to sort of wrap up 2021, what like if you could give it like a sentence or a word or a feeling, what like like winning the goals, going four and zero, getting all the belts, like what what has been the main thing about 2021 that sticks out to you? First, 2021 first half of the year was horrible for me. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I was making that transition into MMA and I was getting slapped around by everyone in my <laughs> gyms. You know what I mean? I was, and I'll be honest about it. We got. No, I'm laughing because not many people are that honest. You know. No, no, you have to be honest. It's 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 a route of sport. And I tell you, like even some of the hoidings I would have got off Jerry Harris, Scott Harvey, all the lads, some of the hoidings I would have gotten, you know what I mean? Because I was the little fucker that I was always uh gosh, don't want that my ma's gonna batter me, lads. Like she's actually <laughs> gonna batter me when she watches this. But um like some of the hoidings I would have got, like because I was always the little fella in jiu-jitsu tapping everyone out, no one could get me, and no one was near me, and I loved that. But then I had to take a step outside my comfort zone, didn't I? So I took yeah. that step out of my comfort zone. And for about three months, I was miserable. I was like, I can't even, I couldn't even submit anyone because everything's so much different in that MMA style compared to my jiu-jitsu style. It was like, I was submission only. I was trying to submit everyone from everywhere. But sometimes in MMA, that doesn't work. It either presents itself or it doesn't, you know? And I just made that and I stayed patient with it and I stayed consistent with it. And then I think over the summer, that's when I really kind of jumped in a few levels, you know what I mean? Because I was obviously staying consistent at it. But like, I would have only, like, the world title and the four amateur fights, realistically, I want to aim bigger for next year. I'm always trying to aim for bigger, but wrapped up, I'm definitely pretty satisfied. I would have liked to get five fights now. From September, that was my goal, was to get five fights. But I actually Rossi, ended up not managing to get it. Ross, you can put it down to Kerrigan's now if you want. 
Kan du flippa mig ner? Naturligt. Jag flippar ut fyra tåkis. Fyra tåkis. Uh, stop. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you, you don't want this uh, smoke, but uh, let's be honest, Max wants all the smoke, so uh, I can't even lie, can't even lie. Uh, Max, like, what an incredible year 2021 was. Like, obviously, we, we thought, you know, no one ha- as an amateur had a be- better year than you did. But uh, someone who I did want to touch on, who someone who you, you've probably trained with is Conor McCarthy. We actually saw him at Cage Legacy oh. as well. Obviously, he changed out of SPG Nace. He looks like he's going to be a phenom himself. Like, oh, he is. I couldn't get yo, over yo, how good yo, his boxing he was. Yo, he's he's blading. He's an animal. He's one of, I love. I love having him, and I'm so lucky to have him because he's in that same mix as me. He's training now with Charles down, and he's training now with Ace with me. Like, you know what I mean? So when that we have that bond, but Connor is he's 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 very good. Like, he's very very good in his boxing abilities. He's a blading piston of a right hand. He's mm. He's a very, very good sparring partner for me. And I'll have me, I'll spar with him, I'll spar with Andreas, I'll spar with a few of the lads. And they're really, really good bodies for me, you know what I mean? Because I'm getting tested in size and obviously like technical ability because Connor has a set of tasty hands on him, like, you know what I mean? But we, definitely, like, we fought so far on, I think, three cards together it's been. Yeah, three cards mm. it's been. And I definitely think we'll be fighting on a whole lot more together, like, you know what I mean? I think he's training out, is he training tra- out now? I'm four yeah. now, you know what I mean? And it's nice yeah. to have that kind of bond coming up together, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he almost reminded me of, like, a young Ian Gary. And, like, that's sort of weird to say, because Ian Gary's 23, but, uh, like... Yeah. Uh, the, the young... <laughs> yeah, the, the, way, the way he finished uh, that last fight, I was like, oh, his boxing it was just so crisp and clean, you know what I mean? He, oh, he slipped yeah, one or two shots, and back, I was that, like... It was a step back right, I think it was. It was beautiful. Yeah. Was yeah. Baz, you were very impressed well, weren't you? Yeah, but it, uh, he was another pretty person walking in with Peter Creedy who was behind them as well. Um, they, he had a, like a huge, uh, like uh, a lot of people down supporting him as well. So when you see that, when they have the fans there as well, like even uh, Elvis, Elvis got the win there as well. But there, there wasn't even there wasn't that many people like supporting him. So when you see someone with a load of backing, you're more like, wow, like what you have to keep a closer eye on this person as well. The way the way it works is it's like with Connor. I know all my mates are gonna scream for Connor, and I know all the. Connor's people are gonna scream for me. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the bond. You know what I mean? Oh, like, and that's that's it's, it's almost kind of beautiful, isn't it? Because it's like we don't know this bloke, but he trains with my mate, and if he trains with my mate, I'm supporting him. That's the yeah. way it is. Because if you're seeing him and Connor sparks him, man, you're seeing him even peeing up there in the mix. You see him <laughs> sprinting towards the cage, throwing a few shapes. It was brilliant to look at. I was delighted. But like it's just yeah. that and that. that's MMA. That's a community, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, everyone, getting, it's everyone getting behind each other. Come here, there's a story. There's a funny story right uh, about uh, Owen Roddy, right? Um, he was fighting Ross. What was that that event? Remember the story? And his mate came down the Titan Tron and started like, saying, "Give us a fight! Give us a fight!" He's like, "I can't bet the fight!" And he was like, "Oh fuck off then!" And fucked off. And then yeah. Owen told us who that guy was. That guy reminds me of your man Pino. Yeah, he so does. If, yeah. if Owen's listening, you'll you know exactly so who he is. What a nickname! He'd be at all the fights as well, yeah. He'd just be he's, around. He, he's uh, the fifty cent to your Floyd Mayweather. That's who he is. Oh yes, <laughs> paying up, man. Me and him go back years, like years. Even like, even like playing football and everything. We would have went back like years. You know what I mean? Even all the other boys as well. Like, come like, here. Here's, like, here's the real May question: Can he go into your gaff and open the fridge? Can he? 
Oh, you can't. That's the boundary I see. You know what I mean? Like when, <laughs> when Baz comes to my ma's gaff, like, you know what I mean? Like, good luck getting offered a cup of tea. You make one himself. You know what I mean? And like, that's 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 the level. You know what I mean? Like, when you're making your own cup of tea in the gaff, like, that's it. Sure, like, my, my family would see Peanut as like a little, like, he's, well, he's my little big brother. I'm a year older than him, like, you know what I mean? He's my little big brother, like, you know what I mean? He's always in, always welcoming my gaff, like, we always to be out with each other and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Me and him would be like, even all my other lads as well, like, with my friend group, like, I've been mates with them all since, like, fourth class, fifth class, you know what I mean? Like, very young. That would have been about maybe 10, 11, I've, like, and I've had the same group of mates right up until now, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, never it's very like, important. It, that's very I've never, important. Never like all the groups on that, like that, you know what I mean? So well. it's just it's cool to have that like support, not just in my family, but in my friends. Yeah, and if you found anyone, group of friends with you, by the way, as well as once you trust, I wonder mm-hmm. want to see you go down the right path as well. That's another thing to look out for as well. Definitely. Definitely. And Definitely. Max, have you found anyone trying to like infiltrate your friend group now since you 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 start to grow? Someone trying to you know grab some of that clout on the way up? Yeah, like us too. <laughs> <laughs> You can't hear, but you just kind of have to. You just have to kind of smile and wave. You know what I yeah, mean? Smile and wave. It's the best way to do it. I know, like, I'll always, I'll never have that. Like, I'll never be like, I'll never be mean or be like horrible to anyone like that. I'm just so laid back. If you want to be friends with me and you want to support me, I'll do. I just match energy. You know what I mean? That's all I do. If you want to give me negative energy? I'll just cancel it out. You know what I mean? Which is like a very chilled out mindset that I have. But, like, I know who the real ones are. And it's been the real ones that have been there since day one. Like, you know, like, four second towards you. Would have got a few slaggings and all that for doing MMA and all that. You know what I mean? Like, like, like everyone, like, those. But, like, I know the real ones who, like, believed in me from the start. You know what I mean? It'll be like that till I get to the very top. The proof's in the pudding. Max, like, obviously, like, 2022 is just around the corner. Uh, we hope, hopefully you have a very good Christmas. But, like, what do you do now? Do you sit down with all the, the, each team that you train with and make a plan? Or who do you sit down mainly with to make a plan for 2022? So, basically, uh, I've, we already have kind of a plan made with Sergey and Ruddy. My plan is now, I'm kind of maintaining 40, uh, 74 kilo over Christmas. Um, and what I'll do then in January, I'll kind of cut down then to about 73, 72.5. And I'll try that that way because for the IMAS, I have to maintain 70 across the five days. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the IMAS so are actually on in January, with, aren't know. they? What? The IMAS are on in January, aren't they? January, January, yeah. Uh, January 24th is the fourth day. I think I'll fly out on the 24th or the 22nd. Do boy, isn't it? Do boy. Never oh, shit, man. I wish it was somewhere nice. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, January's like there, like summer as well over there. Like, you know what I mean? That'll be yeah. brilliant. Is there, is there any other cards? I don't know. Is there any other cards you're you're planning on getting on as well? Uh, sorry, can I do? Ross, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is there is there any other cards in 2022? You like people? Oh yeah, yeah, See you on. I like to to get on. uh, Honestly, I don't care anywhere. Like (laughs) if they have a fight and they want to challenge me against someone good, that'll test me and stuff like that. Cool. Um, and your and your plan obviously to go go over to the IMAX again is go over and win it again. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Look, I'm not going over there for like experience or nothing. I'm going over there to win. Like simple as that's my mentality. And if I'm, like if we do lose and all, that'll only push me more. But me, I'm I'm fixed on that number one spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if, how, if you, you win a max, gonna... would you be the first youth and senior IMAF champion of all? I'm pretty time? sure I would. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think there has been anyone else yet. And you have to. I'm pretty sure I would. 
how do you get funding for that? Are you are you looking for sponsors still or oh, I've got, okay oh but, you know, like the whole town has gotten together and like have got the money together for me. I'm very very grateful for it. Um, a few I'll give a shout out to a few. Uh, MSL Scouter, Darren McGallagher, Daz he looked after me. Uh, Ariosa Coffee as well in Ashbourne, they looked after me. Um, Barry Shaw, Electrical looked after me too. Lo- loads of other names, and they all came together. And I was so kind of blown away because I hate doing that. It's something I don't like doing. I feel like I'm begging for money, but it was almost like they came together and they were like, We want you to go over. We want you to represent Ashbourne, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I'm proud to live in Ashbourne, you know what I mean? I've lived there half my life. So it's like, I will gladly go out and I represent Ashbourne. I represent everyone around me. I represent everyone who sponsored me friends, family, coaches, club, everything, you know what I mean? And I just want to be that. I just represent myself as best as I possibly can. And there's nothing fake about it at all. It's like me. I'm always just being myself. You know what I mean? Like nothing's ever put on. I'm never being something that I'm not. You know what I mean? And I think people can see that. And they're starting to almost respect it a bit now. You know what I mean? I don't think it gets much realer than... It just fucking made me so happy. I was going to say, I don't think it gets much realer than the storerooms of Kerrigan's Butchers. Oh, it doesn't. Look at that. All the sauces and all. Love it. Love it. Show us how the sausage is made, as they say, Basmo. Yeah, exactly. Max, <laughs> like, it's, been, it's been brilliant following you this year and like just even the Irish amazing how it's opening back up and like even the the way, like even being a cage legacy, it was almost like being at like a UC Dublin roster. It was like the most like professional amateur event ever with the fans and everyone was just so <laughs> well. It was, it, was, it was so brilliant, especially now. People going through hard times, mental health, people not getting 100%. training in. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing to see and long may it continue. But like before we wrap things up, Max, like is there anything else to people you want to put, uh, let them know or put something out there that you want to achieve in 2022? Like the floor is yours right now, bud. Um, the only thing I want to achieve in 2022 is happiness. Because I am happy now, but I just want to be more. I just... Right now, like I, I don't want anything, you know what I mean? I just wanna I just wanna fight. I wanna do what makes me happy. Like I'm the type of person that like since I've left school and all, I left school this year. I left in September and everyone was almost like, Oh, you were mental leaving school and all that. But I knew the day I left school I was waking up every morning, like motivated to go train, motivated to fight you know what I mean that motivation I wake up every single morning with that motivation and the days sometimes you get the odd day that you don't wake up with it that's when your loved ones are there to push it when you don't want to do something like you know what I mean and that's me mom me dad therefore they can't always keep it real with me you know what I mean um, but if you want to talk about 2022 more fights more belts more titles that's Staying awesome amateur yeah, no, I'd probably stay amateur next year. I want to get in as much food. Good. I'll know myself and my coaches will know. Mm. I'm the type of person that my coach telling me to jump off a cliff, I jump off a cliff. You know what I mean? Whatever <laughs> they say goes. You know what I mean? That's how much trust we have in them. Ross, um, like obviously we've had some very talented youngsters coming on the show before and like Max is most certainly one of them, if not like one of the best. Uh, what what do you expect from Max in 2022 as well? And uh, you, you wrap up the show after that as well, bud. Look, I expect Max to go all the way to the top. Like, I, I think he's leading the next wave of Irish MMA talent. Like, there are some phenomenal fighters coming out of this country at the moment at amateur level. The likes of Max, Ronan Deegan, Oshin Fox, Ryan Kyo, Conor McCarthy, Kyle Sullivan. Like, the list goes on and on and on in terms of the amateur scene. 
And like, I can't wait to see where these guys go next. Uh, obviously, Dubai is Max's next step. That's where all of his focus is going to be now. Uh, look, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if Max went over there uh, and won a gold medal. Um, in fact, I, I expect him to medal at some stage. I know that doesn't put any pre- extra pressure on him because he expects <laughs> to win. That's the type of guy he is. Then he's so, not here. Look, let, let Dubai happen. I expect him to go over there and represent himself and his country and his family well. And I, I think, you know, sky's the limit for him. And I, I really do mean that. It, just, it wouldn't matter if you were here or you weren't here or we were recording live or you weren't recording live. I'd say the same thing to, to Barry. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier, you're training like a pro, even though you haven't had that first pro fight yet. And like, I love it. I, I love to see someone who is chasing their dreams and they're going all in on it. Um, guys, if you have enjoyed this podcast, which I'm sure you have, uh, make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell to admit how you don't miss any of that energized, exclusive content. And as always, stay, stay energized. energized. Energize, show up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.